Hello and welcome to Agents of Clicks, a podcast about all things Heroclix. Uh, today it's just me, Dale, and Chris. Hello. Uh, so this is a special episode, specifically looking at the updated rules. Uh, we'll have a little bit of our normal chat, a bit of the kind of news that's came out, although there isn't all that much really. Uh, it's mainly going to be discussing the new rules, the big changes, the little ones people might not have seen, and how we think it's going to affect the game as a whole, the meta, the pieces that are going to be hit by it, what's going to drop in and out of favour. Um, this is probably, we're not sure how long this is going to go, so rather than hold you and wait for all this long, we're going to have a quick chat on the news, skip straight to it. Uh, really, the big news is the rules have dropped. Uh, the second is that there is a lot of Hammer of Thor out there. Um, it's a little bit all over the place at the moment. They, there's just reviews and openings from everywhere, so there's no set, nice, easy place we can say, yep, go there, read everything. Uh, so we're going to wait off until next week for that, um, although we'll probably chat about some stuff at the end if we feel like we have a bit of time. Yeah, we'll see how long it actually takes us to go through all these rules, and if we've got, if we think that it's not getting on too late, we might quickly go through a few figures from uh, Hammer of Thor, but yeah, play by ear. Yeah, sounds like a plan. Um, but yeah, as, as usual, uh, Chris is going to give us the more insightful idea on the rules, and I'm going... Yeah, somebody who's read the rules. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and I'm going to sit here and play as dumb and have a guy who's glanced the rules and we'll try and ask all the questions that I hope that you guys are thinking and we'll then go from a yeah. experienced meta side and see what we think is going to change. But I'll, yeah. yeah, Chris, fire away. Okay, so first off, I'm just going to focus on the uh, powers and abilities. Um, good place to start, I thought. Um, as we know from like the previews, they changed a lot of the wording of powers and how they worked, really. So what I don't want to do is go through and just read out what the Powers and Abilities card said. I'm assuming people have common sense enough to read, and we've also covered quite a lot of it in an episode we did about the when we were previewing the rules. Um, so I'm not going to focus too much on powers um that we've already gone through really or that haven't really changed um, and if you have if you are listening to this episode then I would advise you to try and maybe pull up um, the rules you've got the powers and abilities card your core rule book and then your supplementary uh, rule book um, as well as like this team abilities and what the other one the sequence card as well uh, yeah. I'm not really going to focus too much on that but anyway let's start off the, the powers so I'm focusing first of all on like the speed powers, uh, just because that's what order it is in. Um, so there's a few, not so many changes in this. Um, first of all, just having a look at flurry, and mainly because just highlighting what it doesn't say, because flurry now is just basically making include two close attacks. It doesn't mention the damage depletion modifier. Um, which basically is because there's no such thing as a damage depletion modifier anymore. So there's no reason for Flurry not to activate it. Um, more about that when we, you know, when we talk about other stuff. But that's just the first thing to mention. Um, yeah, and I'm trying to think of some uh, of figures that specifically struggled and lost out because of damage depletion modifier. And the only ones I'm really thinking of is duos, but there really, really isn't a huge number of them. Well, because um, they're not, the yeah, they're not really making any more of them. I think there's only two duos in modern mm-hmm. at the moment anyway. I mean, there's a few figures that might be able to attack more than once. 
Um, if you look at it, things like uh, I did it the other day with a colossal retaliator. He was saying yeah. colossal retaliates, and then there's another colossal hanging about. You think oh, I'm going to shoot it, and then I forgot about damage depletion modifier, and I was only doing one damage, and it had toughness. So I won't need to remember that anymore. Yeah, I'll save a bit of time. Yeah, um, I think because it was the damage depletion modifier, a uh, bit of a mouthful, um, was brought in when it was like heroes for hire and team bases and things like that so the, it was brought in to try and nerf those a little bit and I think now that hopefully WizKids are not going to bring out figures and attacks three or four times a turn then maybe there's not so much need for the damage depletion modifier so I'm assuming it's just simplifying to get rid of it yeah um, go moving on in other speed the um looking at earthbound neutralize which has changed quite a bit rather than getting rid of symbols it's only getting rid of improved abilities like improved movement improved um targeting um and willpower so basically saying you cannot use any of those which there's no real i mean the only time i've ever seen people use it is when you've got say a character like jakeem who can pick a power or super scroll used to do it you would just pick an earthbound to get rid of your flight so you can get carried so there's no real reason to ever pick this because it's not benefiting you anyway um there's not many figures that actually have it so nothing much to say about that Les, do you have anything you want to add uh no just other than uh i, I kind of spotted earthbound used to be a uh this is less relevant now but definitely used to be a power used when people who change size like Ant-Man's and giant men who yeah, just get rid of symbol, yeah. got hurt that were dropped down to standard characters that's obviously not going to be a thing anymore well they can uh, just make it a special power just to say you have this damage symbol now yeah it's just instead one of, those, of doing that yeah, yeah it's, 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 I don't think there's anyone who active uh, I don't think there's anyone in rotation that specifically uses it in that way um, but it definitely used to be a thing yeah, um, yeah it, was, it always seemed a bit clunky because it felt like losing loads of things for it. it was just a bit just to change size yeah just 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 to change size just didn't seem very uh, it seemed a bit ham-handed for it yeah um yeah so i think that one of the things that always kids are doing is trying to simplify things so if there's something um that was wordy before or looked a bit uh, complex i think um, they've just tried to like use uh, simplify it really and it might be that they've changed how it works but um, I don't know it's difficult to see this through the eyes of a new player when you're so used to what it does and you think well why have they changed it what you know what's a big deal but um, something like Earthbound Neutralized you know there was some what it used to it just used to get rid of, yeah so if you had like indom it made no sense to say well I want you to change size but you're losing your willpower at the same time but, yeah, yeah but it's so specifically to remove that but yeah I, I don't yeah. I don't mind that being a kid, a kid, a kid. Yeah. The, way, the way they've changed it too is fine um, it, it, it's it's more targeted it's less um, just as a ham fisted way of kind of going and you've lost everything that was interesting and mm. you look at things like well it's just it doesn't it doesn't stack up you're talking about things like this was a power that could take away like if the fact you're a team symbol if you could get it it's like why, why would you why would the, that need to be worded into the game 
Yeah, I don't think you can take away the team stable. Nothing can do that. But anyway, never mind. Yeah. 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 So, so, I think so, so teams effect, and vehicles yeah. didn't, yeah. I think that, yeah. So they had to, like, write in things to say, well, you can't get rid of this because Earthbound, you know, you would think that the, 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 the design space that they've got is introducing new symbols, but then they've got to worry about what effects that so Earthbound needs to take those away. But yeah, so they had to write in to say that you can't take this away. But anyway, um, so there's other, a few other like speed powers that have been reworded, but it's all covered in like the previous like to charge, how charge and hypersonic speed and running shot. Um, and the fact that they've introduced in no cost actions, but we'll talk about them more when we talk in the rule book. Um, the last speed thing I just want to highlight is sidestep because and I think they might have mentioned this in the preview about how they wanted to simplify things so previously it was like um, it was replacing your speed value and then locking it so uh, rather than that they've just worded it so it no longer references your speed value whatsoever so it's just you're still doing exactly the same thing you're moving two squares or up to two squares um, but because it doesn't reference your speed value you don't actually need to say it's locked isn't it you can't there's no modifiers as well so like looking at if you're carrying somebody with sidestep it's not referencing your speed value and um, so you're not taking the minus one or equally if you're coming out of hindering you're not half any speed value to move out because your sidestep doesn't reference your speed value yeah. so it does exactly the same thing but it does it in a few less words and you haven't got to worry about what locked means and things like that so hopefully somebody looking at that as a new player would say you know I'll move two squares I don't need to worry simple. about any modifiers or replacement values yeah, yeah. It's simple just yeah it, it does it's exactly what sidestep was meant to do but it gets rid of those silly fringe cases like Felix Faust said oh you can't do this that so you know I can sidestep ten squares or you know, the more I'm reading through these powers yeah, there were some things where you would have the replacements and then you would say well it's no longer locked or something and then oh I've got two replacement values kicking in so I choose the, the order in which they occur and things like that yeah so hopefully that is not going to happen quite so much and again when we go on to that sort of crops up um, in when we talk about replacement values I think Anyway, we're getting ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to attack. Um, I'm just going to mention a lot of these were covered in the previews. Um, things like energy explosion, the changes to that, and pulse wave. Just one thing to mention on pulse wave. Um, be- they've got rid of like the idea of area of effect for energy explosion and pulse wave because pulse wave area effect was co- was a little bit confusing because of range when you used to modify it because the area effect was calculated after you did your replacement and modifier so whenever you like modified your range and did a pulse wave it was always a bit confusing to try and work out uh, what order you did it in I'm assuming this is uh, this is in the, I think you're referring to the fringe case of like what if X character is perplexing up my range and now because of that perplex he's inside my pulse wave no, range. No, 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 I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about calculating okay. the range of pulse wave. So if you had say an eight range, yeah. Okay. Ah, uh, no, it had to be an odd number, doesn't it? Um, seven. Had seven range. Okay. And you pulse you perplexed it up by one and then you pulse waved. In the old rules, 
you would go 7 plus 1 divided by 2 rather than 7 divided by 2 plus 1 because the area of effect of the pulse wave is not a replacement value or wasn't a replacement value so right. you yeah so when you did that it was a confusing thing and then you had to speak to your opponent and hopefully they knew that as well because otherwise it was like it's got four inch no it's got five because replacement but anyway, it's different yeah so the area effect has been removed so you do not need to worry about things like that um, yeah. So you just replace modifier as normal. Obviously, it's worded differently, but it does pretty much the same. Um, it just again it simplifies it because it's looking at printed values. Um, doo -doo -doo. So next one I want to look at quick. Quick wasn't covered in the previews. Um, it's had a couple of little changes. Um, you will notice that it has the keyword like knockback. Which is basically, if you when we look at abilities, it's just something like they brought in just to having a keyword that says like stop. There's a specific um, definition of what knockback is. Um, so there's a few powers that say knockback. It just means uh, you know when you see that, you just can go onto the abilities and say, ah, that's what knockback does. So like uh, false blast does it. Um, quick does it, and I think super strength does it for close attacks. Um, so quick, so it does it pretty much the same. So you're doing anybody adjacent, you're attacking them, and you're dealing them two damage. So obviously, with the knockback thing, means they're knocked back. But um, the thing that is changing is that you can do a single target quick in the same way that you can do a single target pulse wave, and that will deal normal damage. Not as good as Pulse Wave, obviously, because you're not ignoring all the powers and abilities. But for people with, say, there's quite a few characters that do something like I do Leap and Climb and then I do Quake as a free action afterwards. And you think, well, that's not really that great. But if they've got a high damage value, yeah, it's pretty good if you do one target, if you've got like a four damage or something. Previously, Quake was like, I'm not going to bother ever doing that um, because I would rather just punch somebody. And it becomes a little bit more useful. Especially if you've got it as like a special ability or something like that. Um, the other thing that's changed is it is now still damage dependent because it used to knock back two squares no matter what damage you did. And I think that was a change it did to try and buff it. Um, but again, they have got rid of that. It is now strictly dependent upon how many damage the target has taken or clicked, which I think is another slight change they've made. Yeah. Um, so rather than yeah, I'll just while we'll mention that, I'll just go on to the knockback ability. Um, so it says that when one or more opposing characters takes damage from this character's attack, you may choose to knock back all hit characters in amount equal to their damage clicked. I can't remember if the old rules had. Um, I know they had like uh, damage dealt, damage taken, and then damage clicked. So damage clicked is normally going to be equal to the damage you take. Um, but it might be something like a stop click. So if you if you deal, you know, uh, four damage, somebody has invulnerability, they take two damage, but they've got a stop click after the once click, so they're only clicking once. Then they'll be knocked back one square. So it's a damage the dial has the amount of click the dial has turned for damage clicked. Yeah, so it might be different than damage taken occasionally, but not very often. Okay. 
Um, and I think that's just... I don't know if that get referenced quite a lot, but, you know, just so you know what it means when it comes up. Yeah. Um, so that was quick. We're on to Precision Strike, because that, again, that is pretty much the same as the preview. Um, but just something to highlight is that Precision Strike now doesn't say about evasion. It specifically just references super sensors. So for other abilities that say evade, um, it doesn't affect them, like say the KC team ability that gives you an evasion roll for ranged attacks. Precision Strike doesn't affect that. It just affects the, the D6 roll for super sensors. Okay, so you still a still a five or six on suit on on KC, the KC yeah. version of the type of super sensors because it's not super yeah. sensors. So. Okay, no, but it just mentions evade. But Precision Strike doesn't mention evade now. It just mentions super sensors. Maybe, um, I can't remember there... if the preview said that as well, but I'm just I noticed that. So, is there anyone who specifically has a trait that, which I think is if there is if there's a Spider-Man that hasn't got super senses but has like a Vades on a four, five, or a six, something like that, that means he's going to be just going to be that one. So he doesn't, you know, because like if... super senses. If it says super senses, yeah, yeah that's what, that's what minus, I'm... the precision strike gives a minus one to it. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's the one. Five or six, it goes to five or six. That's what I'm saying. It's the one that it doesn't specify that he can use substances, but that he evades on X on whatever. If something, if so, yeah, if something says he something evades without mentioning super senses, then precision strike will not affect it. I don't think there is. Now that I'm thinking about this. I, doubt it. I think it'll just be like super senses, but on a different number. Yeah. Um. I can only think of the KC team belly, but you know there might be something else very deep within the, an old figure or something. Um, next one, just to highlight, is Steel Energy. Um, the only because it's changed when it triggers, and also to say that it's only allowed to heal once per attack. So it triggers after resolutions rather than when the character takes damage. Um, so if you're flurrying or something, you have to wait until after the flurry has resolved before you get to heal. But will you get to heal too? Because there's two separate attacks. There's two separate attacks. I think you're healing off each attack, but you can't do something like quick steel energy and then heal like five times or something. Okay, that's fine. Um, obviously it didn't happen very often, but I remember we Book of Skulls used to do that quite a bit, where you would like three action and you can have the... Uh, a lot of quakes running around and you'd heal up a few times. But yeah, so it's only one per attack, but it's after resolution then. Um, telekinesis has changed a tad. Um, it is now... They've reined in the range of it. So instead of like an eight square placement, it's going to be six squares. Um, which is a bit of a nerf, but also the target character can be placed a maximum of six squares away. But the actual person who's using TK uses their normal range with a minimum of six. So if they had like eight range, they could be eight squares from the target square that they wanted to place the character in. But the target character must be within six. You can't ever increase that. Okay. So it's a little bit confusing, I think. You've got to use two distances. Um, so, so I said, so I, the, I'm confused. Go on. So what? So that the you can only the, the square. 
You can only move a character six squares. Yes. That's 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 so fixed the regardless. Characters current square to the the where you want to move them can only be six squares. But the actual range in which you can move from these six squares is dictated by your actual range or yeah, but it's minimum six. six. Yeah, so if you've got a character like Jakim who's got say an eight range and he's taking, he can be eight squares away from the target square, but the target character can only be six squares. So if somebody's two squares in front of you, then you could still TK them eight squares, but they only going to move six. Okay, so it's a way of reining it in a little bit, but still it's giving high point bit, characters high the range extra. characters with TK as on a slight disadvantage because they could be sitting back a bit. Oh, okay, you what I mean, it's not like a huge change, but I think the six squares is more the because previously like an eight square TK plus maybe the running shot or something was like nearly across the board. I think they've just reined in a little bit. So yeah. the TK is not. You know, you can't sort of hit another starting area, really, maybe, but, yeah. I mean, there's, there's enough ways to get into someone's starting area that doesn't require TK these days. But, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Six squares. I mean, eight was quite a lot, if you're looking at, like, placement. Um, so, the object attack has changed as well with TK. They basically just turned it into an object attack rather than its own little thing. Okay. Um, which does mean then you can't get round stealth for that. Um, and you're not having to form a little triangle with an object attack. You're just basically picking up an object within range of fire and then making an attack using your own range of line of fire. Um, minimum six again. So, so you have got to form a... For the object attack, you don't have to form a little triangle and go, can the object see that target square as well? But you it does mean... You can then like pick up an object from like six squares behind you and smash yeah. it. So it's had twelve squares. Like just moving objects from out completely out of relevance to hit somebody. Yeah, so that, that's actually a benefit. Yeah. And so if you've got somebody like um, Jean Grey who uses TK a lot, or something. Then if you're trying to get an object attack off, then sometimes it's a bit awkward because the object has got to see the target square as well. But you don't have to worry about the line of fire from that object square to the target square and stuff. Just a bit straightforward. She basically, she, can, she wants to shoot this guy. Can she see us? Can she see an object to throw at them? Yes, that, that'll do. Yeah. Cool. Um, as I say, it just doesn't get through stealth like it used to because the wounds, you're not targeting the square, you're targeting, it's just a, a normal range attack against the object attack against the uh, character. So yeah, it's changed a little bit. So that's a little bit, you have to get your head round if you're used to using TK a lot. Um... So it's a little bit of a, a benefit, I think, with the object. Makes it a little bit easier to get use of that. But obviously the range has been shortened. Yeah, one huge change, but yeah, just something to keep in mind. Um, and the last one of attack powers, I just want to mention that not anybody ever uses this, but um, Smoke Cloud has changed slightly in that it doesn't have the caveat. You still, everybody's going to get the minus one to attack if they're occupying a marker opposing characters anyway, you don't have the caveat that says unless they can use smoke cloud themselves or can see through hindrance train. Okay, so it's just it's just you get my answer attack, there's no way around it anymore. Because uh, there were no. fringe cases and it was stupid anyway. Yeah, no one uses smoke cloud anyway unless it's a free action. Yeah. Yeah, so that don't expect that to happen very often. Um Okay, any other attack powers you want to ask any questions on? Uh, 
No, I just I, I, I do kind of want to. I think I've kind of touched it already. But the powers and abilities card very specifically shows a number of uh, symbols, and there's just several of them that are missing that I specifically remember. I, obviously, there's no transporter reference, no duo sharpshooter reference. Yeah. I think they've all, they've all been assigned to the old rules. Um, I think they are. Obviously, they're not going to get used going forward. Um, but the Wiz Kids, I think it was in the supplementary rule book, which I think it had a note to mention that um, they're going to work. They're going to work exactly the same as before. They have not. They're not. They're not actually in the rule book, but they were going to produce some sort of document that sort of summarizes old rules. They didn't give a time of when they're going to do it. But we'll get on to it. But at the moment, you should treat them as they work exactly the same as they used to. Fair enough. So it might get a little bit confusing if, say, I was going to mention something like carryability. Yeah. Carryability doesn't say that you can't, you know, doesn't actually say uh, in here that you can't carry a flyer. I don't know, it says somewhere. Um, doesn't actually say in the powers ability card, but I think it does say on the. the what, sorry? It's so not in the keyword section of powers and abilities. Uh, I can't scroll down it, carry. it takes so long. Yeah, to I'm not doing the ability. Anyway, you can't carry a flyer, but I can't see where it says that. It might actually just say that in the rule book rather than the inherent abilities. But it doesn't say anything about, say, the transporter flight symbol. So that's a little bit confusing if previously you weren't allowed to do that, but it doesn't say anything about not being able to do it. But as I say, it says, it was good to say, treat them like you always would. So I don't think, you know, Silk on Carry transporters. The reference to it is. I thought transport just a general pass there to flyers and passengers. It says uh, you can carry, carry, you can use the carry ability to carry up to X oh, characters, passenger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. including characters that are the same size that are that don't have the wing symbol. Right. Yes. I knew it was on there somewhere. It's just there's a lot of text in this. Yeah, it gives the passengers, which is another change. Yeah. Um. Right. So, what am I up to? Defense powers. Yeah. Okay, where's my sheet? So there's a couple of ones I wanted to highlight here. Um, defend. No longer references like defense value. It references printed defense value, which means then you ca- it has to be adjacent. You can't do what you did before, or if you've ever done it, um, like a daisy chain defend. Um, so if you had three people in a row and one person at the end of the row had 18, so that means all of them could get 18. Now, they all have to be adjacent to be able to share the value because it's printed value. It's only looking at the printed value of the person. It's not looking at, oh, there's another person that I could swap defense and then the, I could swap my defense again um, with somebody else. It doesn't happen with defend very much, but it would happen with like the team abilities that replicate that. Yeah, so just you've got like a defender traits. team or, yeah. They've all been changed as well to use printed defense value. Not a huge change, but just something to keep in mind if you do play that sort of team, that everybody has to be adjacent. So instead of having a big long roar stretched out, you'll have to clump. Put the guy with a high defense in the middle of your copy. Like you used to. Like yeah. ages and ages and ages ago. Yeah, 
I mean, it probably comes up when a lot of GSE guys, or if you've got them wild cards and things like that, then again, you're going to have to look at placement a bit more carefully rather than having them all strung out. Um, and the other thing, yeah, just a thing to mention about Barrier, just because Smoglad has it as well, is it mentions that when the duration ends, it says the beginning of the next turn, even if this is lost. So, for example, you can have Barrier for one click and you push off it. If you Barrier, it doesn't disappear, it just stays. Same as the Outwit Barrier, it doesn't get rid of the um, markers. Same as Mock Cloud. Fair enough. Which, yeah, it's a little bit of a boost to it. I suppose if you've got one click and you haven't got willpower, then you're worried about I can't barrier again now because I'm going to push off barrier and then they're going to disappear. But no, it will still persist. So that's a little bit of buff to it. And a few other powers that have been changed with the preview, like I'm not going to mention, but like Invincible, Mastermind, um, things like that. So. <laughs> Regeneration, those all change, but they're in line with what the preview said. Yeah, fair enough. Anything you want to ask about defense powers? Uh, no, also, everything seems pretty the same as what they've already told us. Yeah, I'm, honestly, I'm just going through highlighting stuff that's not the same or has Obvious. wasn't covered by the preview. Oh, yeah, little changes that you may not notice. So, going to damage powers. Um leadership is changed a little bit from what the previewed it still does the same thing but it's a different timing of it because previously when they said it was like a unique modifier um where you get your plus one action total for all characters you can use the power you just got rid of the unique modifier just to make it a bit simpler but they've said the timing of it has to be at the beginning of the turn that you have to have leadership so you can't like push onto it or somebody with like a free action pick a power choosing leadership is going to get you no benefits whatsoever you have to have the leadership at the beginning of the turn to get your plus one action and then obviously you're rolling your dice to see if you can take a token of somebody and at the win of the turn as well so if you've got goblin king or something then picking leadership is absolutely pointless because none of the effects will kick in at the beginning of the turn fair enough which is sort of yeah because obviously the turn structure now where you've got the you can't do any actions at the beginning of the turn or the end of the turn. It's got to be in the action phase. Which again was in the preview, so I'm not going to like dwell on it, but... Um, things in a power and abilities card, there's anything that says at the beginning of the turn is underlined just to highlight the timing. Yes? Yeah, yeah. Seems, seems straightforward. And... Um, yeah. Yeah. So the only other damage power I wanted to just highlight was Perplex. Or oh, the only change really is that the, it does not mention anything about the modifiers disappearing if the dial is turned. So they stay and end at the normal duration. So okay. it's a little bit of a buff to that if you're going to use it to Perplex down like an opponent because I often never bothered because I thought well, I'm going to down his defense occasionally rather than up my attack in case I missed. But now it's much more useful to perplex down the defense and attack him twice because you're not going to lose the perplex. Just still going to kick in, even though you might have damaged him with your first attack. So now it isn't until your next turn, regardless of whether 
you lose yeah, the power. It doesn't, with it, the... Yeah. Well, no, if you lose the power, that's different. But okay. if, the, you know, when you were plexing, say, down an opponent's defense, yeah. and you hit yeah. them, then the plex would go once they've taken damage. But right. now it doesn't go. The, the modifier still stays. Okay. So it's gonna, I think it's going to be more useful to use on the minus. Because normally it was like you modify your own combat values. But as well, if you take damage, then that's still going to stay as well. It's not going to go. Yeah, so it's got a little bit better, I think. A little bit, anyway. As if it needs uh, to. See you again. As if it needed to. Yeah, still pretty good. Obviously, there was a few changes to other powers uh, as uh, previewed with, like, support and probability control um, and outwit, but they're all in line with what the preview said, so I'm not going to discuss them unless you want me to. No, it was in that uh, the last one, the release, where I was like, yeah, and here's a few suggestions that people gave us with Top on Bard, these updated versions, and they're the ones that work with in the end. Yeah, um, I think, what was that about? There was one about objects. I can't remember one of the other things they've said. The ones that tw they tweaked. Um, oh, there, was a, there was a few was things like how regen was worded because they gave came up with like a uh, slightly I think it was like regen and support was worded funnily yeah. uh, and they just went and somebody came up with a much more elegant way of saying it and was like that's the better we'll yeah, take like that support is like a d6 minus 2 minimum 2 yeah. so rather than having a chart that says you know just go minus 2 minimum 2 instead of minimum 1 just there is yeah that's yeah. the thing um, and obviously um, control being reduced down to just attack just rolls attacks. breakaway rolls yeah but that was again In what line. was previewed yeah 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 that sounds right to me okay um, now I know we mentioned abilities I'm just going to quickly go through one or two of them that's changed um, you obviously got your inherent abilities which again they previewed all of these just carrying has changed a little bit um, it specifically mentions that you can't carry a vehicle. Not that you might have done that very often, but occasionally it would crop up. You cannot do that anymore. There is no restrictions on the symbols apart from the same size wing symbol, which, as we previously said, is hidden under the passenger key phrase ability. So, um, so carrying, like, say, the bit. Um, Again, we might have to wait to see what they say about old combat symbols like durability, things like that. Because uh, at the moment, I'm not 100% sure if you would be allowed to carry that or if it would fall under the treated exactly the same as you would have done in the past. I suspect you treat it like you would do in the past and see so you can't carry duos, but I'm 100% sure. Uh, it does not mention anything about base size, so multi-base figures are all right to carry, obviously as long as they are not larger than you. Um, so things like colossals carrying other colossals might be a thing, if you've got more than one. One's got a wing symbol, one hasn't. Um, and the other thing that changes neither character can be holding an object. Okay. It used to be that the character being carried can't hold an object. Uh, but now it's both characters involved in the carry, then neither of them can hold an object. And that's pretty much it for that. Um, improved abilities. 
I think there's only one little change I just want to highlight that for the one it's like destroying blocking terrain um, for targeting it only destroys one piece of blocking terrain rather than like anything that you draw the line of fire through so there's not many people that can do that and looking at you Mr. Cosmic Spider-Man yeah. uh, you just gotta remember that it's not like you can shoot through all the walls you can just shoot, you know you pick one you can shoot through that Okay, so the yeah, so the big big winner being anyone with multiple bases that can't fly can now potentially be carried. I'm trying to think of who that is, and I can only think of Ghost Riders. I don't think uh, they're peanut bases, but it could be like Colossals. You could have one yeah. like Sinestro who has flight, and you have Brimstone who does not have flight, and he can carry Sinestro. Then can carry Brimstone. Uh, yeah, that's fair enough. Oh, uh, like single like single base Colossals. There's a few. Um, Things like Dr. Monarchus's like little fellas. They can also be uh, TK doesn't have that restriction either. So I think TK is just says doesn't say multi-target base, but it says single base characters. So it doesn't specify size. So if you had single base giants or colossals, then you can TK them. Okay. So my um, you're not really you look at that. Yeah, it doesn't come up very often, but you never know. Um other so we're going on to like the key phrase abilities. Um, already mentioned flight, colossal stamina, and giant reach haven't changed. They've changed their word in a little bit about giant reach for how you. T it's not looking at targeting. Yeah, it's given it like a improved targeting to be able to see through hindering to target a counter with a close attack. It's a little bit confusing. Um. Not 100% sure why that's changed. You're basically not toggling a square. I think they're trying to get rid of anything where you're toggling a square. And you always toggle the character within the square. So in order to like punch somebody who's in stealth, I had to give somebody with giant reach improved targeting. See what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I think they've tried to... Because it's maybe a little bit confusing when you're trying to target a square or you're trying to target the character in the square. Sat and I bought with some fringe cases for people who like the um, wizard, that kind of thing where you don't get, you, you, you don't, uh, it's like you're not in stealth, you have like an improved version where I'm next to a wall, line of fire to me is blocked, does that mean that I can no longer colossal punch him in the first? Yeah, I don't think it's because you need to target the character within square to line of fire, so if anything that says you can't draw line of fire to me, if I'm in next to blocking terrain or something, then yeah, you won't be able to colossal punch him. You'd have to normally punch him. Fair enough. Alright. Dolphins again. Yeah, dolphin symbols. Yay, everybody loves like getting plus one defense uh, in water. Yeah. So yeah, it was completely useless previously and now it has a small use. A slightly use only less useless. Yeah. And it may come in often if you want a water map. Yeah. Anyway. Better than not being be able to use it at all. Um, it's obviously talking here about the protected outwit and pulse wave and stuff, and that they mentioned in the previews. Um, yeah, I don't understand this. Uh, hands what? up. Uh, protection outwit. It just. It, uh, it, it has like a lot. You can't of... then choose. Well, it's just instead of like, uh, can't be countered. That is all it replaces because counter and ignore they're getting rid of and they're only saying can't use. 
So we're just changing to can't use. So if you had somebody who previously had a trait that says my powers can't be counted, they're just going to get protected outwit instead. And basically saying that, and then it explains in that to say you can't choose um, any of my powers with you when you use outwit. So the specific thing I, I, I need to I, I basically I need to ask is, does this effectively mean that? Nick Fury just effectively has outwit now instead of no, it is not. It's, it's not outwit. It is his own. The wording on that power stays the same. Outwit functions similarly to it, but he is not using outwit. So people who are protected outwit are still not going to be safe against Nick Fury. Okay. Yeah. That's fine-ish. Like it's fine. It functions I understand similarly. This. Yeah, it functions. It's you know, but it's not the same. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine that I it's it's fine that I understand it. It's not okay because I'm sick of just Nick Fury. Well, everybody loves Nick Fury. Don't complain about him. Never. Even half one now. Protected um, probability control because a lot of people will, like have the deity keyword might have say you can't prob my attacks or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then that goes that and pulse wave is just instead of being, you know, can't be ignored. So like stop clicks are going to get protected that way, protected pulse wave. Any any power that previously said can't be ignored would get protected pulse wave instead. Yes, so it obviously um, pulse wave then does not stop you using that ability. There's one sentence in protected outwit that I don't understand. I understand it in protected pulse wave where it says pulse waves can't be used doesn't yes. apply to this because it's basically saying that Protected from protection from protected pulse wave. The actual key phrase isn't affected by the ignore everything part of pulse wave. That's fine. But why does outwit need to have that? Is it so that you can't outwit protected outwit? Uh, Specifically, just the last yeah, sentence of it is outwits can't be used doesn't apply to this key phrase. They're basically saying that you can't if you, outwit if you had protected a power that said protected outwit. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Then it just says that Outwit can't say that you to stop that power. I don't know. I'm not sure why, because you would never have a power that just says protected outwit. I'm not sure. Yeah. Anyway. That's fine. You can't ever turn off protected outwit without wit. Not that I think that you could I do anyway, because I think it's generally buried in a ability... Um, that would then get protected outwit anyway. Yeah, I'm not sure why. Yeah, if, if, that, if, if that worked, that would have been stupid. I just, I don't, I, I find that I think that it's just a redundant. Caveat, yeah, it seems a bit redundant, but anyway, I don't know why. I'm sure um, it'll come clear. Yes. Uh, so, I don't think there's anything else in there I want to mention. I don't think there's anything's changed. So I think that's all the dull stuff out the way. This is now because I talk about the stuff that's actually going to change the game. Okay, so we'll close our powers and abilities card and open up our rule books. Um, I just need to open it up because I think I've closed that accidentally at the same time I closed the other thing. I had them all on the same PDF and I closed all of them. Right, to hope, just a second. Right, so we're starting looking at the core rule book now. Yeah. Um, might as well get something that you want to up to. So again, I'm not going to 
just regurgitate everything out of here. I'm just going to go through picking out some changes. It's not going to be comprehensive because I'll probably miss some things. I'm trying to look at changes that aren't like immediately obvious as well. Um, but obviously, if you notice something or if you want to discuss something in more detail, feel free to say. Yeah, I'll get past you with stupid questions. Yeah. So, um, the just skim through it. There's the action changes which were highlighted in the previews. Yeah, changing them into capitalized, move, close range, power, free, etc. And no cost. That's stayed the same. Um, I think the only thing again, this was in the previews, but just to highlight. Um, that all actions occur in an action phase because I've got like a structure of the turn so you've got your beginning of the turn action phase, end of turn clearing um, so you're not allowed to do any sort of free actions in the uh, beginning or the end of the turn like you used to do so all okay. of them have got to be occurring uh, in the action phase which again was in the previews but just to highlight that it stayed the same Um there is a little bit of a timing change, just we're talking about actions and action tokens. Um, when you get the action token is when you're giving um, the power. So giving somebody an action, let's say if you're giving somebody a power action to use a running shot, previously you would give the action as the action result, action token as the action result. Now you're giving it when you give the action. So okay. I say I say I'm giving like blah 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 running shot. Yeah, I put the token on him as I declare the action, and then I do the running shot. So previously it was after I just about as I'm finishing doing the running shot, I put the token on. I know it doesn't really make that much difference, but there's a couple of people that might do. Yes, it does. I'll get onto that. Um, but that is a general rule. I put the action token on when I declare the action that is given. Um, so pushing damage, pushing damage uh, is now as actions resolve, after action resolve, sorry. So it used to be at the same time as like you put the action token on, but now it's like um, being separated. So I say I'm giving running shot, put the token on, give me a running shot. After that's resolved, I check to see am I going to take pushing damage after as a resolution. Yeah, it's not called after action resolves. I should really try and use the right words. Yeah. It's after resolutions now, which is the same thing. Uh, so if I'm getting two action tokens on, if I have no willpower, then I'm going to take a push. But I take that after resolutions. Which is a change that might, you know... Um, so going back to what you were saying about the timing, is that has created like a few issues, which I think WizKids need to clarify that if you have an effect it says something 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 if some if you have an action token on yeah like you, there's, there's a couple of people like if, uh, you know plus one attack for each action token that you have on you know yeah things that's that mean that basically i always have plus one and if i'm pushing it up plus two like that's that's fine i mean i, I can't think of anyone off the top of my head that does well, there's it a green arrow there's a chase green arrow just from elseworlds that says when i have an action token on i can't make range attacks so let's say he has running shot or he doesn't well he has range combat expert but let's say if i give him running shot somehow um 
I declare running shot, I put the token on him. Now, then he does his move, and he goes to make the attack. But then it says, oh, you've got a token on, you can't make an attack. Hmm. Yes. So, they're going to have to clarify that. They're going to have to clarify. They might come out with something that says, if he um, starts his action when with... you declare, you check for things like that before you declare or something. And then it stays. I don't know, they're going to have to come up with... I'm not quite sure why they've changed the timing of it. I can't really see a big deal. Maybe they just wanted to separate out when you were given the token to where you did pushing damage. I, or I they just wanted to make it a good practice that you put the token on before you do the action because in the application of doing the action, there might be lots of different things happening. So yeah. you don't forget to put the token on afterwards. If you're doing mind control, for example, there might be five or six dice rolls you're making. Um, so the action token would then go on afterwards. Now it's got to go on as you declare, if you give the action. But then that, yeah, they need to clarify the timing for when, if people have got anything that keys off action tokens. Yeah. So it's a little bit confusing at the moment, but I think you just play with, by common sense until they've actually clarified it. Yeah, like play, play, play it as intended. Play the way it, yeah, play it the way it has been done. Um, I don't think they intended to change how that works. I think it's just uh, you know, an unintended consequence of changing the timing of when you put the token on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, and I, just, I think the only, other, the only person I could think of that had any difference was the... I think it was two people I could think of, Batman and Johnny Quick, the, whose speed abilities change depending on how many action tokens, but that yeah. makes no difference because it's at there's the beginning quite of the a few, Yeah, there's a few people that will say you get plus one to something if you've got an action token on or whatever. But I don't think that's you know? gonna I don't think even given all of every figure with that ability, you know, basically plus one to whatever they're effectively doing, I don't think anyone cares. I yeah, can't think of anything. It seems like Green Arrow that says you can't do it if you've got a token on <laughs> Yeah, you need to clarify that because the timing says that I'm putting it on before I'm making the attack. Which means so I can't, I can't make the attack because I've got a token on. But yeah. I give them the, I declared an, uh, an action to make an attack, you know, so yeah, just need to clarify that a bit. Um, okay, that's like that. Um, the other thing, bystanders, it mentions, I can't really remember what section it is, I'm just going off where the order I've written stuff in. I think this is like when you're constructing your force. There's a couple of little things um, that says your starting force must include one character that isn't a bystander. Not that I've ever seen any teams that are purely bystanders, but... These pogs, there's 15 point yeah, pogs on the second fast. They're bringing out, you might just think that you can do that. One character on your force, starting force, must be not a bystander. And also, which I have come across, um, when in the game, when you're, you're defeated, when you have no characters on the force, with a point value of one or more, so if only, the only characters you have left on the map or zero point bystanders then the game ends I almost lost my first round of nationals because I hadn't yet caught and killed Tickle the cat I'd killed everything else but just the cat was alive and yeah. this is a welcome change because that's really annoying <laughs> I mean screw that yeah. cat and just I anything think I've like won, it I've won games where I've just had ant tokens on the board at the end yeah, from, because the can. Because I've made hundreds of them, and then they were just like, ah, you can't finish me off now. 
And you've Amazon stuck points some then. points from yeah. something. Yeah. So there's a little couple of changes with bystanders. Um, you know, maybe it's something they may not notice. Um, one of the, I'm going on to golden rules here. Um, I haven't, like, you know, there's lots of things about moving and attacking and whatever on the attack sequence and stuff. It's pretty much the same. I can't see any differences have maybe made the sequence nice, but it's always been the same sequence. They just haven't really advertised it very well. Yeah, so it's a bit simpler, for the, especially for new players, I think, or if you're trying to look at when an effect triggers and looking at what, what point of that is. Um, yeah, so I'm going back to Golden Rule, I think, which is like a replace and modify. Um, it's just worded, they've added a little bit extra words, so you apply replacements, first numbers, and then those that multiply or divide. So, we've had a few instances where you've had powers that have the end up with like two replacement effects happening at the same time. Let's see, you can, um, there's been characters that replace the speed value with something plus a d6. So then when you've done a run and shot, you go, oh, I've got two replacement values happening at the same time. I can choose which order they occur in. So you ended up like doing a 20 square run and shot or something stupid like that. Also, when you had the sniper rifle out from the batteries, I had to errata that straight away because it was when you used hypersonic speed, you would replace your range and then the sniper rifle was replacing range. So they had to errata the sniper rifle just to make sure that it wasn't giving you 10 square range with hypersonic. So they've basically added this little uh, additional couple of words in. So anytime you're getting a replacement with a number, you replace that first. And then you do your division afterwards. So if you've got like a thing that says your speed is replaced with your normal speed plus a d6, that would occur first. And then you do the any halving you need to do for like the run shot afterwards. So it doesn't end up with like stupid numbers. Yeah. So again, it doesn't come up very often, but there's been a few figures where they've not known how that works when you've had like different uh, replacement values occurring at the same time. So it's essentially, you now replace it, you replace it, and then subtract with anything it. that says a number, then that happens first, and then anything that says divide it, or half it generally, that happens afterwards. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Replace, um, replace, change, and then you do your, whatever function to it, multiply it, half it. Might be doing that way. Yeah, it's anything okay. that just says when you end up with two replacement values and they're not, and one's a division and one's a number, and the number one comes first. So if you look at a sniper rifle, that's what they had to do. They had to see its sniper rifle number replacement occurred first. So they've just, you know, it's in line with that. Anyway, critical hits has been changed a little bit um, because critical hits now can't be evaded because they're basically saying they'd. Um, if you roll two sixes, the target becomes hit. So anything that changes, like, um, affects hits, would then tries to turn the hit, like a super sensor tries to turn the hit into a miss. Well, the critical hit says it becomes hit, so it bypasses the super sensors. 
But that was like the best thing and slash worst <laughs> thing in the game is going, yes, I got a critical hit. Oh, I he's dodged it. Like <laughs> that's like the 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 meme of hero clicks when you played it long enough is you know if you roll a critical hit that they are dodging that attack. Well we can't now. Oh, that's that's but that's the worst change so far. Not for any <laughs> for, not for any functional value, but just just for the the like the the game breaking rage that was conduced as oh I've critical yeah. hit I've won the game oh no I have because Spider Man's dodged it. Yeah, well none of that anymore I'm afraid. Um, the there's a few like, there's no longer things like um, critical hits of support and things like that because support. It had like support used to be an attack, then it wasn't an attack, and um, but then they added in an extra section in what happens when you roll critical hit or miss with support. Um, it's not an attack. It doesn't critical hits and critical misses do not come into it anymore. Sweet. Um, it doesn't mention like zero damage attacks, so things like mind control and in cap can critical hit or miss. Okay. Critical hit's not going to do you any good, but a critical miss is still going to deal you damage. What does, okay, so how is it still worded exactly the same? That no, it's just not worded at all. So you just assume when, if you're well making an attack, if you critical miss, then you're taking the unavoidable damage. Okay. It used to be that if you were making a zero damage attack, you wouldn't, you're not affected by the critical miss. No, it happened very often, but if you were like mind control and somebody rolled a critical miss, you would not have to take the damage. Yes. Fair. Yeah, fair enough. Probably, you know, a lot of people might not have realised that anyway, but yeah. Um, they've changed the wording, going on to something else, they changed the wording of um, a few damage types, uh, specifically unavoidable and pushing damage. Um, it's not like changed very much, but as it makes you think, because it's basically saying that it can't be reduced, prevented, um, except by any effect, except one that specifically mentions it. Um, okay. So that's with pushing damage. And avoidable damage, it can't be reduced or prevented by any effect whatsoever. But there's been rulings in the past where it said, oh, you can, you know, things like Proteus on a stop click, you can only take damage from close attacks. So unavoidable damage, he doesn't care about. And things with willpower, I'm specifically thinking of Gertrude, no less. And I'm thinking, does can I transfer that? I'm not transferring the damage, but can Gertrude take the damage now from pushing if Gert pushes? I'm not 100% sure how it works now. So that again, that might be something that with kids just need to clarify. Or if somebody asks a rules question on that when they're letting people ask rules questions. Um, well, it depends on... They, if it, it's in the end of the day, old lace is still taking damage, and Gertrude still says whenever she's taking damage that she can basically take a damage instead. So wouldn't it still allow her? Yeah, to... it depends. It says instead. So is that preventing the damage being dealt? I'm not sure. If it's if it's preventing the damage from being dealt, which I think it is, isn't it? Um, then it can't be. Can't prevent that damage from being dealt. What's it's still been damage? Dealt, and then it's just been palmed off on somebody else. I don't know. Uh, so when it would take that, when all this would take damage, you instead deal Gertrude 
one unavoidable damage. Instead, just assume that so means it's just still dodge it. Instead, yeah. Oh. I know it's just semantics, but you, you yeah. need to maybe That's clarify. From all the games I've been playing with Goatling Lord Lace, if suddenly I couldn't avoid like pushing damage, then it becomes a lot less good. Because somebody could just go out and cap them. Oh, you're dead. <laughs> that would be broke. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so that was damage times. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. They've going on to some terrain maps and things like that. Um, they've introduced a few different terrain types. Um, we've seen some of them appearing on maps previously, but it's been like special rules. So you've got like... Uh, windows and doors and obscuring terrain which may be appearing on new maps windows are basically just saying you can you know windows are you can have lines of fire drawn through them but you can't move through them doors are sort of the opposite where you can move through them but you can't do line of fire through them uh, which we've seen on maps before but obviously as I say there have been special rules is just sort of clarifying that it is a you know, they'll have a, some sort of coloured dotted line, which I can't remember if it's on my head, what each one of them are, but it's in the powers and abilities card. And obscuring terrain is like the opposite of water terrain, where it's hindered for lines of fire, but not for movement. Okay. Okay, that's just a few things on there, but obviously they will be... It's indicated on the... Yeah, it'll be on the different new maps, they'll probably start seeing them. Um, ba, ba, ba. Yeah, I think that is about it. Apart from, there's a lot. There of was a few, few like, silver rules that I've got. Yeah, I'm going on to sort of near the end of the rulebook now. Um, there's a new silver. There used to be like golden rules, which says you can never break them. Um, they've introduced silver rules, which say you can never break them unless the effect says you can. So it's not going to happen very often, but say a silver rule is a rule of zero, which is a new thing, causing a bit of controversy because it's a bit like the timing issue that some characters are getting sort of nerfed by it. Um, so basically the rule of zero is saying that if you have a zero speed, printed speed, you can't move. If you have a zero attack, printed, can't attack. If you have zero passengers, you can't carry. Um, and if you have zero range, you can't make a range attack. But it has a little caveat to say that unless a special power says you replace it. There are some characters that don't really have a range, but then they have a special power that says, "Oh, you have no range now." So that's what about fine. Things like um, so what about things where you where you make an attack, but you have no attack, like. Casey Oh yes, that is one. Him. Yeah, he has in cap on his like special like uh, end click. But he, ha he, he, click. he doesn't. He doesn't. He, he doesn't attack using his attack value. He attacks with I think it's twelve built on yes. his power itself. But as written, he's not allowed to do that then because he's got no attack at all. He's got zero attack value printed because looking at it like the printed. Um, yeah. So he will may have to be a rotter. There's the other thing, I think it's Toy Soldier, who has zero speed, but he has sidestep. So he can't use sidestep because he can't move with zero printed speed. So 
I don't think there's any other characters apart from those two. There might be some older ones. Um, I'm not 100% sure why I can see, well, a little bit they can see that why they wanted to bring in the rule of zeros to say you can't lend perplex up your speed and suddenly start moving. As soon as you've got a zero speed, there should be a really good reason why they've got a zero speed. Um, or if somebody's got a zero attack, again, there's reasons why. I think the other thing was um, Mysterio's illusion tokens. Yep, they have a capacity. They've got zero attack, but then they've got the Sinister Syndicate team belly, so they want to copy some of these attack value. Uh, but they've got a printed zero attack, so they're not allowed to attack. Yeah. So oh. those characters might get a rather, or they might slightly be worded, I think, because obviously at the moment they're completely useless. Yeah. Um, fair enough. Um, yeah, I said, I think it just needs just like kind of clarification for it. I, I, I don't see, I don't see a reason for the zero attack one. I mean, the only thing, the literally the only standard thing I can think of that's this is ruining is. The, like the vehicle, like certain vehicles. Uh, vehicles is different because vehicles specifically say, which I think I, I had down to come onto vehicles, um, that they bypass that rule. Okay, I'm thinking solely for things like the the about cycle. That I thought yeah, yeah. the entire point was that they can then shoot, can they can shoot a wall. Yes. Even if yeah. the you know they can damage a wall, even if the person no, inside can't. Attack. Because the, it specifically says that that bypasses the rule of zeros when they replace their attack value. What possible ability. Yeah. Okay. So it might just say those characters might have to have a little trait that says this bypasses the rule of zeros. And then that would be fine. Fair enough. Um, right, going on to. Uh, I think I'm probably flitting about here now. Um, First turn immunity has changed slightly now. Instead of saying that you can't be targeted or whatever until you take an action, it's now saying it's related to the starting area instead. So you can't be moved, placed, damaged, or targeted by the effect of an opposing character uh, unless you leave the starting area. So you can do the whole, I'm going to make this character take a move action to move nowhere, just so you can push them, and they don't break first turn immunity. Yes. Or you can do like a perplex or anything else you fancy doing, as long as you don't leave your starting area, then it's still protected by first turn immunity. That's fine. Yeah, not a big change, but something to keep in mind. Um, the wording of, because I know can't use, because I know we said that, um, Ignore and counter are going away and can't use is a thing that's just replacing everything. Um, the It's changed how they define can't use from like the old rules to this rules. Because now they're saying you're outwitting something. Previously when you outwitted, say, perplex, the effects of the perplex would go away. If you, if Nick Fury used his watcher's eye on your perplex that you've already used, your perplex effects would not go away because the duration would stay, you just can't activate it anymore. Yes? Okay. That's what the old rules said. Yeah, the new right. rules say something different. The new rules actually suspend the duration of the effect, but they don't expire. So basically, let's say if I perplex something, you are with that perplex. My perplex effect um, is suspended, so it is no longer in play. But let's say if you lost your outwit, 
or I kill you, then the my perplex kicks back in again. So it's not like lost, in which case it's not you're not going back to it. Um, if you you know, so if I perplex something and you kill that character, then the perplex is going to be lost and gone. But if you outwit that perplex, it's gonna suspend it. So it might kick in at a later date on its normal duration. If say something happens to the guy with the outwit. So you outwit. So I've got Batman here. Robin next to him is reflexed defense up by one. Uh, you outwit the perplex on Robin. You then go to I don't know punch Batman in the face, critically miss. So you know you lose your outwit. The perplex kicks back in because yes. you've lost your outwit. Yeah. Okay. So there's a fine. difference between lost and can't use, which is yeah, which is what they had before when they had can't use, ignore, blah blah blah, um, and counter. So can't use just suspends effects it might be the kick back in but the effect is goes but previously it was it didn't so they want the you know bear that in mind what happens because you're gonna get count can't use quite a bit from like oh wait what happens in the event that i always super strength and you're carrying a heavy object um the object stays so you, keep- you can't then use super strength for any of its effects but you do not drop the object. Okay. I think that is how it is works. I think that's a specific example. Super strength specifies has brackets of and can pick up brackets and hold heavy objects. That would suggest that you can't hold a heavy object unless you have super strength. No, I'm sure it actually says that in the the, somewhere. That's a specific example they use. Yeah, I think it's it's an example they use. Okay, fair enough. I can't remember if it's in the rule book or in the other one, but I do remember reading that. Uh, um, yes, that's yeah. It actually is a specific part of picking up objects. Is the little black section? Uh, an opposing character uses that whip, uses super strength, stops the character from using knockback and picking up further heavy objects. But the chosen character can still put down a heavy object or mm-hmm. use it in an object attack, uh, or just mm-hmm. continue to hold it. The character may also still pick up light objects. Read. So, yeah, these little things keep in mind because the outwit has changed how it works. Just can't use and can't use it slightly different than one counter was. Um, so for, for me, that that all sits like that, the logic of that is all fine, um, and it is much easier for them to keep holding the object rather than just drop it. But I don't like the they'll idea. They'll get their super back again, and then have to go back and try and pick it up again. And they're yeah. sitting in it now, so they're half in the movement. So yeah, that was always annoying when you have winning super strength and you end up dropping your object. But I don't like the idea that they can still make the object attack with it. it like, just for the simplicity of the rules, I don't mind Superman keeping hold of whatever thing he's carrying. But the fact that you've outwitted it, which effectively means all you've done is mean that you can't take choose to do the knockback. That seems like a waste of time. I can't always say something exactly. Yeah, the, well, you'd have the, to drop it then because the way they've done object attacks is separate than see super strength. It's not the super strength isn't giving you any bonuses. The fact that you hold an object gives you a bonus. So if they wanted to stop you giving that damage bonus, they need to get rid of the object somehow. So you can still. So that's obviously me not, not knowing how object attacks works. So you, you can still use it in an attack, that's fine, but you won't get the extra damage because of this outwit. 
No, you would still get the extra damage because object attack has got nothing to do with super strength. Right, yeah, that's that, that, Because that's... everybody can pick up a light object, so if you. It would actually be worse. Because you, you can't outwit somebody's ability to pick up a light object. There's no way of outwitting that yet. Yeah. It's not super strength. I'm not getting this light object bit. from any power. So you can't outwit that. Then you can outwit Superman's ability to pick up a heavy object. So you can you can only affect Superman, well, but you can't affect this other bloke who's like whacking you with a light one. It, it does say that even if you outwit <laughs> super strength, you can still pick up a light object. My only issue is that you can still use a pre-carried heavy, heavy object. One. Like, right. I don't, I don't mind. I, I don't mind. Just don't bother to win super strength then, because it's quite useless. Yeah. To, uh, Unless the only time it's going to be of any use is if someone's going to charge at you and pick up the object on the way to yeah. smack you over the head with it. That's like the only time that picking that doing that is going to be worth it. Unless hmm. it's a specific knockback issue. Yeah, with the charge or something like that's better. Yeah, it's just always going to be the case anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um. Right. Where am I up to? Right. So that was can't use. Couple of other things I'm just jumping around on, just some changes. Uh, replacement characters has changed, and I think this is something again, Wizkids may have to revisit because there's some issues. Um, so basically, when it used to be that all effects would carry over to your replacement character, now um, that only, only two effects carry over um, action tokens carry over, and um, if that character was given a costed action, carries over. So it means it can't, like, Batman can't do a power action, and then he swaps to another Batman who could do a power action. He's already done a costed action, so you can't do another costed action. Right. But things like being carried doesn't get carried over. So if I can carry Superman up, he could then replace into a different Superman, and that Superman could then attack. If that have, effect, it says, doesn't get carried over. But if I have my bulletproof Superman equipped with Eclipso and he changes to the faster than a speeding bullet one, then Eclipso all of those does not things don't go. But what if I change yes. it back? Uh, it doesn't carry over, so I don't think he's going to get it back again. Oh no, he might do, because he might be still assigned to the original character on the sideline. Probably. Is that, is that the same as, say, for example, the super strength one? If I've got my faster than speeding bullet one and I pick up a light object, and change into the heavy one. Does he keep the the, the, the super strength one? Does he then keep the light object, or I assume no, not? Doesn't, doesn't get carried over. And I'm assuming the the that one the object still stays with the other character. And so that means I could have you know my five now shifting Superman focus guys. I could have just an absolute bucket load of them, and they could all have their own little object that they're holding as Superman <laughs> changes between himself. Yeah. Oh, anyway, I think you have to clarify that because there might be other effects that you say, well, that has to carry over because otherwise it's just silly. Yeah. I think like, being carried is an obvious one because I don't think they want to go back to the rules where you can like, take actions after you've been carried. Yeah, because um, what, 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 what they're suggesting there is, again, I'll listen to Superman. I've got a fly Superman carries around bulletproof Superman and pops him right in front of you. Bulletproof Superman then turns into Super Strength 1 and smashes you over the face because that one hasn't yeah. been carried. Yeah. That, yeah, that's stupid. So they've obviously tried to simplify replacement and maybe... So, I don't know. I, I, uh, also, they need to add add the, at least 
been carried in. There might be other things that crop up that say, well, that needs to be um, added in as well. For me, the replacement worked absolutely perfectly before. The only thing I can think of is that, is that they were sick of crap like putting equipment on it or you know a, a resource or something onto Superman, Deadpool, Batman, so that they could be broken on every version. You know, we yeah, so you're getting a lot of different effects out of it. If you get if you're putting an equipment on one character might want one power and the other one might want a different power and stuff. Yeah, it like, sort of makes them... You know, I mean, I don't think Superman generally had a equipment on, but you think like a lot of Deadpool being played with. Uh, yeah, like, I'm, I'm thinking... I was thinking, well, maybe the, uh, the... that Superman might have been worth it with the Supreme Intelligence because the giving willpower to them yeah. is really good. But yeah, that... that Will no longer be a thing. The two dead, the two Deadpool teams, they both where they both had equipment on them, so that they were like just to give them down normalized. Yeah, yeah that was, can't even do with any equipment, any sort of like Hulkbuster parts and things like that. They had some equipment as well. You can still unequip them. There are no rules. You can unequip them and then just change. Then just have to spend yeah, the other turn put it back on. Right. Yeah, I mean, it'll <laughs> probably just stay with the other character, but I don't think then it becomes worth it. To put any equipment on somebody, you're only going to get part of the time. I think it's just a. I think unless the change is just, just a just a massive nerf to all of those shifting focus and. Well, it just means yeah, you're not going to bother putting any any, them any other effects and stuff. But yeah, I think they do need to like revisit that because it'll come up. Um, carry there might be a one that does see there might be other effects it has to carry over because otherwise it doesn't make any sense for them not to. Uh, just a side note of the this this is the this is like the one thing that I like I like the way that they brought out the you know, here is our intentions for all these powers and then instantly took in feedback. I don't see why they then had to hide these rules for so long because they must have been completed. I mean, we're getting a starter set in a week or so that's going to have these rules printed in. Why this yeah. couldn't have been dropped six weeks ago? Or three months ago, you know, and they obviously had a, a draft a version of it that they were happy to take it to print, ready, skip it from, you know, Hammer of Thor, put it in the next set so that people can scrutinize, go through it, and then when they go actually mm. hands up, three or four of these little bits are wrong, and then get it corrected before you go to print. Because we know facts, we've seen this before. Like, you know, we've, we've had uh, rule books come out and packs come out where they've instantly changed the mind of what it's going to be but then it doesn't make any difference because the next four or five sets ahead are still like still printed broke like crap broken rules the team bases here's the team base rules changed pretty much instantly and yet team bases are released two years later was still getting these rules printed on their card like so you know fine well they're going to change loads of these rules here and then I'm going to be buying starter sets for the next five, three years. Yeah, well, I don't think this the wrong is rules, like, it? Yeah, the rules are not. They may not change the rules on some of them. It just means some characters might need a route to have them to work properly. This one might be. What were the other changes we said? I said around the rule of zeros, but that's characters probably need change rather than the actual rules. Maybe. And what was the other one I said? Lost well, replacements. Uh... Replacements, and there's one more. Um, timing of tokens. Yeah, but I mean, I, it, it, for me, it's just it would have been a lot, a lot easier if they just went 
here's the rules. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, you would expect them to be clear tested with when they've had nit them. pickers. That, 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 that's yeah, what we want. <laughs> you want some nit pickers that actually come across. Yeah. Whether they'd actually brought that up or not. Um, and then I hadn't had time to fix it. So, yeah, that's my only complaint. Is that is that we we've seen this before. If if you if you go into set set a rule book and feel confident enough to put it to paper and release it, and you know we all know you're going to stick with it for several years, regardless of whether it was right or wrong. Why why not release it first to be scrutinised? You it clearly seen that the community is a useful source for you since you'd already changed three or four powers within two weeks of announcing what they were going to be because you've got feedback like why not keep taking advantage of that put out the rule book and go oh five or six nitpickers on the internet have started a discussion based on this actually that is a real issue and it can be easily fixed with a sentence an extra word yeah. a, but I think then you'd example. probably be putting back the We've been waiting long enough for the rules, so I, mean, I, would, I don't mind. Does yeah? So you might have had to wait quite a few more months. I would have. I would have rather waited for this rulebook to be in the Harley Quinn set or the whatever set is after that, than get it and know now that we're probably going to get the rules in the Harley Quinn set and then after that and after that with every printed version of that being wrong. And that somebody's going to have to go it online. It might not be that wrong. I think it just might be, as I say, some of these things are the fix on the characters, so the erotic characters. Maybe. And one, two of these might just have, or they'll just have another little sentence. Hopefully, they will then be able to, yeah, depends I, how many they've printed, I, I know, be I know, able to change I, future ones. But it's, yeah. I don't think it's going to take a huge change. No, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to, like, obviously, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying what they've done is wrong or complaining about, you know. A, a, their way of doing it because I think they've took a step in the right direction I just feel like just one more step in that direction mm. because yeah as I said I imagine they've probably got about 20,000 million of these rule books piled in the stock room to be shot in every start set slash fast forces set plan I'm putting it in for the next three years and there may well be two or three sentences that need to be added to it yeah uh, it's probably like yeah I don't think it's as good as any different than other Probably not. Companies, I think you've got other, you know, the rule books will go where they'll have to do errata and then they'll have the rule book and then they'll have a separate little errata rule book that you can download and go, well, this has to go with that one because there's some mistakes in that one. I think that's like with most games that have gone on for quite a while. Yeah. But yes, it'll be nice, everything's perfect, but unfortunately, life isn't in like that. Anyway, they were so close. <laughs> right, yeah, move very along. close. Right, I've nearly finished on this one. Um, I think the only other thing was just a change to equipment, which I think there's been an article, a sort of preview in that, when some of the um, uh, Hammer, uh, Hammer Thought, Mighty Thought figures came out with equipment, in that they are, you can do the different types of, well, not types of equipment, but um, you can but, but, but what I'm trying to say equipment objects you can equip um, friendly the... or any or unequip yeah. yes that's what I'm trying to say that's what you're trying to say sort of um, so that there's, there's so you there... can equip because in the past it has been just like you can only equip friendly items so equipment by default to equip friendly now they can say equip friendly or they can say equipped any so any means that you can equip 
your opponent's equipment. Yeah. Yeah. But obviously, each bit of equipment will specify whether they're friendly or any. And it'll also say that on unequip KO, which is a default, I think, um, our unequip drop. So when it has been unequipped, and generally I think the only way you can unequip something is if that character dies. I don't think you can choose to like do a power action to unequip something. Um, I think it's the only thing I can see, unless some other effect says to unequip it. Uh, I, I can't. Yeah, it just says it, on in the equipment rules. It says that when an equipped character is killed, replaced, or equipped again, there you go. That's your replacement. Um, the current equipped character becomes unequipped. Yes. So that might mean the object is killed if it says unequipped KO, or it might mean it drops if it says unequipped drop. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so you definitely don't want to have any equipment on a replacement character because you are you are killing it. Yeah. Uh -oh. You're killing it. Uh, so it either says the default is unequipped kill, but obviously some might say unequipped drop. So I think they've said that on older objects that do not mention any or drop will be equip friendly and unequipped kill. But some of the new stuff, especially a lot of the equipment in Mighty Thor, uh, is unequipped drop. I can't remember if it says equip any or anything, but yeah. But unequipped any means you do not let your opponent nick it. Yeah, don't put it too near this, don't it? Yeah, they're, they're all they're all cute. I mean, yeah, there's uh, basically all the new items are coming with three, uh, or two potentially three little tags to it. It's either is it indestructible or not? Is it equipped to friendlies or anyone? And when it's unequipped, is it killed or is it dropped? As well as you know, its normal effect for whatever magical thing you've picked up. I think more all special all special objects indestructible or I don't no. think they have to be do they? The in specifically in the Mighty Thor set, all of the named ones are indestructible or right, all the ones that are yeah. the generic ones don't have the indestructible tag. Yeah, so you can just shoot them. You can just shoot the mace however random generic to... thing it is. Yeah. Um yes, I don't think there's anything else changed on equipment. Um from that, right, that is me going through all of the rule book and picking out anything I thought was interesting. I've got a few things just on the comprehensive well, what is it called? Comprehensive rule book supplement. Yeah. Right. Should I crack through them? Yeah, fire away. Okay. Um there's a little change on victory points, determining victory points when the player is defeated. You kill and score all remaining gale elements on their force, even if they weren't used that game. Because previously, things like ID cards you have not used do not get scored. And it's just changed to say, yes, they do get scored. So anything that on your game that you haven't used and they just sat there, then if you get killed, then they're going to get scored as well. So if yeah. you've got a special object lying around that you haven't bothered picking up or something, wait, if your team gets killed, then that is scored. And anyway. Yes. So that is not a huge change, but just something to keep in mind. Um, there's a little change on line of fire and movement through an intersection. Yeah, I like this one. 
um, where you're basically just choosing his movement or line of fire through an intersection. You're just choosing one side of the intersection to destroy the thing rather is, than both. The thing is, the actual line of fire has pretty much always been the same anyway. Like, if you were in an intersection, for example, between water terrain and hindering terrain, and you could choose which one of those you were shooting through. Well, you would go through the, the path of least resistance. You know, if you could shoot through hindering, but you couldn't shoot through blocking, and you went to the intersection, you would just go through the hindering one. But yeah, but there was, there was no, like, there's no clear defined set of that. Like, for example, I might have somebody in the water, um, trying to think. Uh, doesn't matter. It's, yeah, it's fine. It's nice. Now I'll just pick you one. You can't just sidestep diagonally and smash a whole load of walls. Yes, you only do one. Um, do, do, do. Right, I've lost my point there. Uh, where Sorry. are we all? Okay. Um, yeah, there's a little thing on objects that if objects start the game equipped to or held by a character, they do not have their point value count towards the build total. Because that was like a thing people were asking in the initial previews of uh, Mighty Thor. It said this person was equipped with this item, but it didn't say if you have to pay for it or not. Because previously the visor said you have to pay for it, or they've said it's free. But it's a general rule now, if if a character starts with an object equipped, then it doesn't count towards your build total. Yeah, that's very straightforward. Um, we've got some clarification about different uh, like triggered effects, burst effects and aura effects. Now these were sort of in place uh, previously, but it just wasn't as well defined. So it's like the equivalent of, say, like energy explosion versus the bulletproof supermans plus one defense to everyone. So, yeah, sort of similar, where it's basically defining, like, because sometimes you get a power that says adjacent characters get plus one defense. Um, and sometimes that means, does that mean, uh, it says, or it might say, like, free action, uh, adjacent characters get plus one defense, and you're thinking, does that mean they have to stay adjacent? Or do they always get that? So it's... It's clarified the difference between a burst and an aura. A burst is something that is an action generally and has a duration. Okay. So, come back to that example free action, uh, adjacent characters get plus one to defense until the end of the next turn. That would be a burst effect because it's an action and it has a duration. But it does mean then that those characters that then move away and are no longer adjacent, they still get the bonus. Because we're in that initial burst, yeah, until the duration ends. So aura effects are then, the opposite of that, are then passive effects. They don't have a duration and they're not activated. So you're not having to give them an action. We just said the adjacent characters get plus one defense. That just means that they have to be adjacent to you to get the bonus. But it's just a passive thing, it's not activated. It's just as long as they're adjacent to you, they'll get that bonus. It's just to find that. I know it was previously, sometimes you were looking and you weren't sure, right, does that mean you have to stay adjacent or not? Things like that. Um, that comes into play in a second when I talk about ID cards. So I might as well do that now. Because um, the inspiration of ID cards have said that specifically it is a burst effect rather than an aura effect. Because previously it was an aura effect where... Um, you would have to be adjacent to get that effect. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, because it's a burst effect, you'll get something like, I don't know, I'll call in the Hulk. It'll say I can use charge and get plus one. Right, so I'll call in the Hulk, and then I'll TK that character, and, oh, he's not no longer adjacent to the Hulk, but it's a burst effect, so I get the charge and I get the plus one um, to attack, just because Hulk then was called in adjacent to me. So that's, that's good. I mean, that's the yeah. only real thing I can think of. The Wonder Woman inspiration still in play, and that basically means it was used to be a case of you called her in to get charge on somebody, and you either got the charge or you got the sort of attack because you're pretty much never going to use both. Yeah. Now you always have both. That's that's awesome. But it's also useful for like some effects, like they give you improved targeting or something. Because like um, Nightwing, for example, gives you improved targeting see through hindering. So movement was the harder one to trigger. Right? So actually, get any use out of. Yeah, but something like say you call him in. Um, and Doc Ock, uh, you see, oh, Doc Ock, you can see through hindering now for your outwit. So then Doc Ock can get carried 13 squares up the board with overdrive and says, I can see through hindering now, so I can see through your stealth and I can outwit your defense power before I flurry you. So that becomes a little bit more useful because you don't then have to have, have not have the adjacency at the end of your move is really awkward because of the limitations on your ID counter and the fact that it's then going to disappear when you carry your team up. But because it can be used a bit more, a bit more utility now for you know some of the effects. I quite like that. Um, since I'm talking about them, ID cards have changed quite a bit. Um, so I'm not 100% sure if this is replacing um, the text on uh, existing ID cards. So again, I think this is just something they may need to clarify um, because there's number one, there's no mention of real names, so it's just saying names. Um, now, new figures do have real names because, like in the Mighty Thor set, they still have real names. But when they've said around, we'll talk about ID cards in the rule book. They are not mentioned real names. So whether it is, this does replace the text on ID cards, there'll be no more Cosmic Spider-Man. Thank you very much. Meh. They've already, they've already nerfed him at the ground. Why bother just killing him off entirely? It seems to more effort um, as well. But that's a lot of characters, especially like seeing Elseworlds, where they've gone and got a real name. They've got, you know, Green Lantern of Gotham City or something like that. But it's Batman. It's Bruce Wayne. So in... If this is sticks, then... You know, you're going to have to just have Green Arrow being Green Arrow. Oh. There's no other. Green Arrow is never not Green Arrow, is he? Uh, he probably is. He's been that Templar block, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah, so you, that... I think that just needs to be because a bit confusing around if that is replacing... Um, if real names are going. And the other thing to note with that is that there's no mention of things like at the beginning... You have to do it at the beginning of the turn. It can be done as a power action any time during your turn. And it's just still once per turn. Uh, so, and the other thing it doesn't mention is you do not have to have zero action tokens. So, you know how Jean Grey used to TK people up and then he used to call somebody in? Well, any TK, I can do that now. Um, and you can do it if you've got an action token. Couples can do it when they've got two action tokens. Sorry. Um, so it becomes 
a lot more difficult to time when you know if somebody's got like an ID card on. Usually you've got oh well, that guy's got a token on. You're not be able to call him in next turn. So I was hoping that ID cards would get taken back a little bit with things like Jean Grey effect not being a thing. But I think you know I think this sort of encourages people to use them a bit more. Well, certainly it does encourage me to use them. Right? Hmm. We'll see. It depends on where they, where they land on it. As I said, it really does depend. If the real name gets taken out, that's going to hurt. But I think the tokens are going to be a bigger impact. Yeah, and the fact that it's not going to be the beginning of turn because you can do it any time during the action phase. So as I say, you can TK somebody up um, with anybody, any TK now, and then get a longer reach from it. Um, yeah, so I think they just need to clarify, does that mean that they have changed the text on existing cards, which I think they have to because of the way that the... Um, the fact that you're not allowed now to take any actions during the beginning of your turn because of the ID cards would break that. Yeah, because it was just. So made I think they had impossible. to change it to fit in line with uh, the turn order. Um, but yeah, just maybe some clarification would be nice. Um, but, but, uh, one little thing I noticed, which was a change, talks about higher and lower points characters. Yes, yeah, this, this, this I've read and I don't understand at all. Basically, they're just you choose. If you've got two characters, if I'm using Nick Fury and I'm you've got 200 point characters and they're both like your highest points, then Nick says, well, I will choose to be that one and I'll shoot him. Okay. That's yeah. That's stupid. So, and if all characters, I don't think that's such a temporary thing. I could choose that. I don't have to. It doesn't have to be the same character throughout the game. Next yeah. time I shoot, I can say it's the other one. Well, meh. I think I, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it. You know, it's looking at a tie. So if there's a tie, then the active player resolves it. Says you know, decides which one. Um. Do, 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 do. Then I'm going to go on to vehicles because they've changed it. Tad. Um, as I said before, they bypass the rule of zeros if they have a zero attack value. They now no longer can be changed size. So, you know, how we like to change our Quinjet to be a giant Quinjet occasionally. Yeah. You're not allowed to do that. Uh, you cannot carry them, which it mentions in the carry. And they also now don't ignore the wing symbol for carrying. So I don't, don't carry that. flyers. I, I just I, I feel like I feel like flyers are getting really again just hit too hard here for like pretty it's not like big reason. hits. They can get knocked off buildings now, and and overdrive can't carry them. Yeah, that, that, that's that's enough for me. I mean, if I can't have as well the jet, the Merc jet that's coming up, if why why can't Miss Marvel get in there? It just seems strange. Well, they can they can get in, as in they can pilot it. Yeah. They just can't be carried by it. Um, autopilot vehicles now take one unavoidable when they're given any action. Because it used to be attacks, so giving them a movement action or something like that is also going to damage them, which I think makes them quite pretty worthless. Um, you know, be paying a lot of points for an autopilot vehicle because it's just going to die pretty fast just by any actions you give it. 
Um, anything else? That is pretty much it, I think. Yeah. Um, for like the supplementary one. So they just the last bits just been the tin bellies. Yeah, just tin bellies, and then we are done. Um, so they have got rid of a few, or basically turned them into pass rules. Um, things like you won't be seeing uh, Fantastic Society. Four, things like that. Fantastic um, Four. I, I mean, why, why not just why not just put just give out a statement? We hate Fantastic Four. We we we. It's just we're not going to pretend anymore. We just they're just dead. Just get over it. They're yeah, dead to us. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so kind of like simplified some others really. So the team abilities that are do replacement placement values like Batman Enemy, JSA, Sinister Syndicate, um our defenders, they're basically saying like what um had the same word in his defend house where it has to be adjacent now to get your printed value. So again, no more daisy chain in those. Things like Avengers Initiative, Superman Ally, instead of having their own word and they've just been given the improved movement, improved targeting. Which makes things a lot more straightforward. Master of Evil again above, you know, not rather than having its own word in, which matches colossal stamina exactly, then they've just been given them colossal stamina. Couple of changes with the Avengers and JLA rather than giving them the free uh well the move that doesn't count towards the actions, they've been given plus one move. Meh. Um, Outsiders has been down to six range. Which is fair enough because 10 was pretty much yeah. too much. Um, Brotherhood of Mutants Injustice Society um, has been changed to you get a removing action token or if you hit with a 10 or a 12 or 11, 10, 2, 12. Um, Mystics is now penetrating rather than unavoidable and you can't copy it, which is quite a big change. And the one I like the best. Is that Underworld uh, team ability uh, no longer requires both characters to have the team ability? They just the person with the team ability can carry as long as the person they carry shares a keyword with them. So things like the Joker Thug or the Court of Owls initiate, is it? Yeah. We've got like a 10 point person with that ability now, you know, as a viable taxi. I forgot. I forgot rid of the, any reference to requiring to the points difference as well. No, you get passenger one, but if you're higher points, you get passenger two. So basically, right. means which is the same thing as what it used to be. Yeah. So, so if you're a higher point character, you can carry two lower point. So thug people. can carry Joker, but Joker can carry two thugs. Apart from Joker, um, as long as yeah, yeah a lot so of the Jokers like, don't have the underworld. One. Yeah, I think the problem was with things like the Gotham underworld teams, where you would have your would have your thugs with underworld, and you'd have all the bosses with Batman enemy. So then you wouldn't be able to carry anybody because both of them required the um, team ability. But now, you know the thugs and that and whatever low point guys all with the underworld uh, team ability have become much more useful now. Because they can carry the bosses around, which was whenever you built like a Gotham Underworld team, you'd be going, Well, none of these carries fly, so I can't get any carries, and all they're like, going around by themselves. So that's. Next Joker team. 
Yeah, I think Joker Thug becomes really good with the Joker because not only can he transfer the damage or become the target of the attack or whatever, then he's a, he can taxi him around as well. Uh, Ten I, points. I was thinking about Alex like, and Joker's trick. If, if it, if oh, yeah, he gives us the underworld. Yeah, but that's not as useful because then they're given all of the... I suppose it's more useful if you're not playing a theme team. If you're playing... Because they both don't need the team. Oh, yeah, it is. Only one of them does, but it's still useful to... um, do. But you could play, maybe, say, a scientist team or something like that and just have one... um, You wouldn't necessarily have to have a theme. No, well, not in a theme team, so then... Uh, people are getting it and you, you know doesn't matter now if they've both got a team but it doesn't still need to keep it yeah so well, anyway yeah. yes you can, I was looking at him myself but I was also looking at that Joker Thug just with the 140 point Joker really because I know Sean's been playing a team with that but the problem is that he sort of sits in the starting area and if he has to move the Joker out he's always put a token on because he's going where you carry him but now the little Joker Thug can run off and carry him Right, and I think that's about it. There's a couple of changes where they've got rid of Minions of Doom and Calculator and made it Team Player, which does, it's still a wild card, but they've just got rid of, uh, to change the name. Just one, I think we've... one side thing. I wish that, I hope they bought Team Player and then later on changed to Team Player slash Far Higher. I think Team Player makes it sound like they've got like, you know, Spider-Man joining in with things, whereas the ones that they've replaced are like the douchebags who are like, you know the villains who have that well you can still have a team of villains yeah but I don't know I, I, I don't know if you, <laughs> I, I like the idea of just making like far higher or you know. yeah well you could have done but yeah but yeah, well, it, it's fine but I, so I think they can they could use that for like it just saves you having a trait that says wild card yeah it just you know if you've got like that nightwing or something and rather than seeing um, you know, I give him a trait to say he is a wild card. They could just slap the why, why team belly on us. I was going to say, why not just say Spider-Man team belly is the version of the Marvel Spider, like the Marvel wild card. Everyone who is Marvel and the wild card has that belly. And then remember the stupid stuff like, uh, you know, if you got the Spider-Man, you know, keyword or team belly, you get Sinister Syndicate people kill you better or that kind of thing. Yeah, it's always been a bit strange where you've got a specific um, team belly that you want to give somebody, but it has no connection with the actual uh, team. So having, like, Minions of Doom, and you're trying to give, like, say, I want to give a villain, a Marvel villain, um, well card, but he has no connection with Doctor Doom, so then I have to give him a trade that says he's a well card. Or, you know, so you've got something like... Uh, chameleon, something like that. That's a wild card, but he has no connection to Doctor Doom. So why am I giving him minions of Doom? Yeah, because given team player, so it simplifies it a bit, and it might be also because of licensing, because Doctor Doom obviously is, has a connection to Fantastic Four, and as you said, they hate Fantastic Four. So calculator has taken the hit as well, just to pretend to be fair. Yeah. So, anyways, any hoots? Um, that is all I wanted to talk about um, and to say this is not comprehensive by any means no. I'm still requiring everybody to read the um, powers and abilities card and the two rule books um, I haven't gone through all the changes I've just gone through 
you know, the more nuanced stuff, the things maybe isn't so straightforward. As I say, there's one or two things that I think whiz kids need to clarify. Um, so hopefully when they are starting to um, receive questions again on the rules forum, somebody um, will be asking those just to we'll let you know when we, when we find out. Yeah. But I'll be, I'll be interested to test these out. Any, so is there any, I think for now there's not, I think I said at the beginning that well, we'll talk about what we think of changes, but I think we kind of just picked up on bits and bobs here and there, and I don't think there's anything stand out we need to kind of highlight. Or any, is there anyone that you want to like be pouring out for now? Any frankly who you know fine well is just dead as far as you're concerned? Not that it's dead, but it's like things like was really, you know, you think oh they've changed that. I'll say I'll say now Mixie's pulse wave. <laughs> Because of the timing of when pushing damage occurs, that you get your willpower back before you take the pushing damage. Because you used to be that pushing damage was resolved as the action, pushing damage was given as the action resolved rather than after the action resolved. Yeah. So now it's after the action resolved, so Mixie will be pulse waving you. But then the the pulse wave will finish before you take the pushing damage. So you'll if you have willpower, you won't be taking any damage. Not a big deal. It still locks you down, but it's really useful to get damage. rid of you not doing any damage. It, it, was, it, um, it was it was a little bit key to like just pinging off the occasional click here and there. It also means that you get rid of cross over tally and things like that. Just go anything with one click bang, you're gone. I don't care if you got willpower, you did. Yeah. So that's annoying especially since i had started making mixy teams again oh, i think um, for me it's it's for me it's all of the shifting focuses i was so excited for super shifting focus superman yeah. again and he's just basically dead like as far, not not necessarily, dead, because you, you, ne- you were never equipping him with anything anyway were you? uh last time i played him competitively he, he was uh he had wrath on him but right. he needs he, he needs willpower it's just as great as all of those are Without having yeah. willpower, it's not worth it. The only one. Oh, actually, speaking of that, one second. Let me have a look at the. One of them does have willpower. One of them does has willpower, and he's just gotten a lot better with the, because they've changed to quick. What uh, hold the horses there? One second. Yeah, that's Superman's quite good. He now does three damage if he hits one person, and it's precision strike damage as well. That's not how it works anymore, is it? Well, you can also like bump his damage up somehow, and then his quick's going to be hitting harder. Okay, I'll, I'll hold off. Strike still, still just means it can't be um, reduced below one. That, that part's built in. It's not in. quite as good. Yeah, it's, that's still built in. I know I just mentioned the change to precision strike, but it's still <laughs> got the bit where you can't um, reduce it below one. So, but it's only a single target, isn't it, though? Uh, yeah, so if yeah. you single target quick, then you get the precision strike. If you multi-target with quick, you don't get the precision strike. So it's only a single target. As I, I can't believe this, as we've been talking about wrapping things up, saying there's going to be a little bit they're going to have to add here and there, they've added a little bit. If you go on the rule page now and refresh it, literally in the past five minutes, they've added a HeroClix core rulebook updated, revised hmm. as of right now. Heroclix, I'm going to start to look now. <laughs> I, I have uh, under costed action. They are revising something saying just before action resolves, give the character an action token. This signifies that you have resolved the action. So they've changed it. If you get the action oh, token, we're going to redo the whole podcast. 
wow, I feel like I've just been stuck <laughs> up punished. Okay, so you get your action tokens once you finish. They've specified that on both costed actions and double power actions. Uh, is this a change log you look at? It's the change log. Uh, hang on, hang on. Let me let me get it up as well so I can look at it at the same time you are. There's the, quite a lot of things here. Go on. Uh, the characters have been knocked back equal to the amount of knockback. It hasn't changed elevation. Uh, there's a sentence there that I, I feel yes, like I need the rest I of think it. I'd, yeah, I'd read somebody because they'd done the sequence in the wrong order. Is that said that? The last thing he looked at was if it'd fallen off elevation when that should have been the first thing. Right, that's fine. Uh, that would end. They were looking at when you would end the knockback, and it had different steps he had to go through to see. It was exactly the same as it was before. They just tried to make it clearer, but they'd made it, they'd done one out of step. Uh, a character with printed range zero can't make range attacks unless an effect replaces their range with a number, so they haven't done the attack one yet. And they've also no, added. They said that anyway. Yeah, they have, the revised that. There's also added a section about up to it where characters. Have they with, revised that? I thought that was where it was before. The, 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 it's revised. A character with printed range zero can't make range attacks unless the effect replaces their range with a number or is given a minimum range value. And a character with passenger zero can't carry. Said that before. Hang on. It was the attack one that was a problem. Or the movement one. I assume since the next section is a ranged combat, a uh, ranged object action, I assume... Just a second, just a second. I'm just looking up the... Corresponding section. Corresponding, no, I'm looking up... Uh, the fixed carry. So character with a printed range of zero, can't make range attack. That's an effect replaces range value with a number or gives it a minimum range value. So they've just said... Uh, couple community attack unless effect replace the range with a number give them that's what it says before then is there a sentence that has not been changed is there, a, is there a section afterwards saying a character with passenger zero can't carry yes then that I has have not been revised <laughs> that is just printed out what it said before Fair I think they're going to need a new I need a new um, updated, updated. updated 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 one uh, ranged, ranged object actions uh, replace range object action Range value six with range object minimum value. Okay. Minimum range. Yes, yeah. it still uses your range value, but it's minimum. Yes, you can throw it as far as you can. Yes, so that the, the range. They've basically right, clarified yeah. that if you're going to use an object attack, you can use your printed range if it's longer than six. Uh, and but not necessarily just printed, because obviously you can modify it. Yeah. As well. And. They have added a third bullet Ooh. point. If a there character you go, the carry one is go. fixed, <laughs> and they've revised a, 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 a later sentence which specifies that there is only the three, three effects. effects as opposed to two effects. Next time it's going to have to be four effects, and then five effects, and then they'll have to say, "I'm going to come back again." <laughs> I come back in again. Uh, about Monty Python. I think. Uh, okay, so he's fails seems to be clarified. Vehicles don't modify their speed value due to, due to carry ability, and using the passengers uh, may carry flyers. They can carry flyers now. Ooh, they've just made our podcast obsolete. Uh, they've made a certain rant about it, or two specific <laughs> rants about it, it's obsolete. Yeah. yeah. In okay. That was quick, anyway. I think they need to check the rule of zeros because that wasn't the bit we were complaining about. <laughs> this, that was. I'm going to say that was uh, quick. I mean, I think the rules won't even help for a, 
five days. As of I, this think been, I think we've been watching HC Realm. Let's <laughs> think that yeah, there's been quite a few um, threads on it. I think. So, yeah. I think that's that's their that's their way of kind of prioritizing rule changes is we're not taking questions yet but if you kick up enough fuss we'll notice and then we'll, we'll notice that we've made a mistake yeah that's a, a reasonable way of going about it i just think well i've done doing it quick as i say the uh don't agree i hadn't noticed some of those but yeah so the cost of action before the action resolves yeah, so we've got just before the action resolve, give them an action token. But they should have really said use the phase, haven't they? They've got a sequence in. Yeah, they haven't got an action sequence, that's a the problem. They've got an attack sequence, and but that's not necessarily an action sequence. Because you might be doing run and shot or something, and then you've got to, you know, got your movement, and then you've got your attack and stuff. So there's no real sequence to an action in the same way. So they basically had to say just before the action resolves. So they brought back in as actions resolve in order to do the timing thing, which is what it previously used to be. They've been trying to too clever around when the timing to put the action token was on. So they've just gone back to what it was before. Pretty much. Which is fine. Good for yeah. them. And then you haven't got to worry about all these weird things so yeah so we've only missed out half an hour we'll let sean see if he wants to edit that bit out so we could cleverer uh i don't know I, can't, I think it's quite funny but anyway maybe we should, maybe we should, he should edit in something at the beginning like uh please note that during this podcast you'll hear from me. you'll hear yeah. us talk, you'll hear us rant about a certain thing that will change by the end of it please do not yeah. stop listening halfway through <laughs> well i chose to the check in what people's feedback is um Doing something about it, yeah. Which, you know, we've complained about before where they haven't, you know, acted fast enough. Yeah, I just, I, I just wish they'd have done this thing, you know, before they decided Half to an hour ago post it. <laughs> but just, 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 you know, again, back to my winch. Just why not show us this before you decide to print hundreds of thousands of them? Yeah, but I'll go back and see. Yeah, they'll they'll find more mistakes probably. <laughs> There'll be one or two little things and we'll find it later date. So however much you proofread something, it's always going to be one or two little things that try to sneak through. I, just, I don't know. I just feel like in a, in a game with such a active uh, uh, player base, like, the, the, there is, there's, a, there's a very set community. It's not like a case of there's little pocket communities here and there. The online version is a very on HT Realms, on the main site, and that's pretty much everywhere, where everyone congregates. Hmm. I think we could have fixed. I think we could have spotted all of this and fixed it before print in two weeks, really. But that's just me. Yeah, but they might not have had everything ready at the same time. If there were drip, drip feeding sections, then that sort of adds a lot. Because they might not have had everything finished at the same time, really. That's fair enough. I said, what's going back to that um, update section? <laughs> They've got a thing where it says revise the last bit. It says deletion of eight bullet point. What? Oh, I missed it. Deletion of Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I think it's... Does that mean that's been deleted? Yes. So the vehicles with printed attack zero can bypass the rules at zeros and make attack if their attack value is replaced. Has gone. 
Right, so vehicles do not now bypass the rule of zeros. That is true. They're, they're so things like the who has the zero attack values is quite a few. Don't they? It's, I think I think the ones I was thinking about specifically was like basically any. There's a couple of them, yeah, with three damage, no attack. Specifically, the only right. scenario is useful is if I put in Wingus to pilot. You know, if I put in the I don't know what's it called the Thug to pilot it, it can still shoot walls out for people. Well, it can still do that because that's not an is that an attack. I or is it an thought attack? it was an attack. I could be wrong. Um, you destroying walls. That's an attack or not? Uh, you see, we'll have to just look this up. Anyway, we'll be getting on for ages here. Yeah. Like, have a quick look, and if we can't find that, because it's an action, isn't it? To destroy. I'm trying to find where it is. See, I, I, I we can dead air. You keep somebody to keep talking. We heard Sean. Well, yeah, I could just get you and Sean to talk. Uh, yeah, but was just... you're leaving us. <laughs> Sean just edit all this out. Just skips that skips that bit before I was saying that it was stupid. Ah, and then leave whatever this is back in there. Uh, I don't know. Well, it didn't used to be attacked, did it? Uh, I I feel like it. Terrain. I feel like it but I'm an idiot and play a rule I've played rule five different I think versions it, yeah rule. you probably have that's a thing destroy and blocking train here you go and destroy yeah it's not an attack because it just says that if you count as damage value it's a close action or ranged action and it says if your damage value is three or more destroy an adjacent piece of blocking or destroy a piece of blocking within range line of fire and it specifically says this isn't an attack so, so yes so but you then won't be able to attack a person but you can destroy blocking because that's not an attack okay and then the pennies just dropped as to why that line was in there in the first place so he basically what the the current line appears it's obviously not right but appears to be I have a jet with zero attack I put someone in there that jet still can't make an attack because no matter how who's attack we're placing it with it still has zero yeah, the rule of zeros is off your printed value. Yeah, so the because the, the moment I can't remember the invisible plane, uh, whatever if it has zero attack in there, oh, uh, Merc, not Merc jet, Punisher van, whatever. There you go. That other one does have zero attack. Punisher van, uh, I does put it in zero attack. It does. I put in the Punisher in it. The Punisher oh, has right, attack. So that makes that even more rubbish. Yeah. Yes. So the Punisher's van had zero attack. Put the Punisher in. The Punisher van would actually take a shot. It can't because it has zero attack. Yeah. That makes that Punisher van terrible. So does that? But that. But you even. But you even. Yeah, well, I was quite happy with it bypassing the rule of zeros because. Because you're. It's a replacement. It's a value. character. It's a character hanging out the window, isn't it? Yeah. Even the attack well, you, rather than the vehicle. You meant to That's assume the whole point so. Of replacing. Oh, it gets better. Yeah, it gets better. That seems weird. What about that? What about the uh, sky jet? <laughs> the whole point of it is that you get plus two attack, but risk the person parlaying it. But oh, you can't even make that attack. The sky cycle. Sky cycle. That's got. That has zero attack, does it? Yep. Yeah. Oh, this is this is why the uh, this is why the rule of zero is a good again, idea that needs yeah. just rethinking and scrapping entirely because it's just. just yeah, they're gonna say the next next bit. We'll say reinsert that bullet point. <laughs> uh, right. 
Yeah. Anyway, I think we've talked long enough. Yeah, so inevitably we're going to post this out and within 20 seconds it's all going to change. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's all wrong. So we're, we're going to leave our ramblings there and when it turns out they're all wrong, we'll talk about it in the next episode expl- explaining what we got wrong and what you need to remember. Yeah, definitely. But for now, it's uh, goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. Yay! (laughs) Bye, guys. Goodbye. Sit down.